and that right there is subtle judgment towards myself. The biggest thing I've been working on the past month is humility and compassion. You have to go through that period where you don't have that traction and just keep pushing. This is not right. This is just right for me. I'm not like necessarily ready for entrepreneurship, but there's like this in-between stage, which is united, we stand, divided, we fall. There's this balance between documenting and executing. Suspect as well, how they decided not to really talk about this. That was a sick episode. I'm amazed that I just did that in one take. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the journal episode five. The day is August, I almost said October, August 31st, 2020. My name is Josh Moxie. I am a life hacker. I am a self experimenter. I am someone committed to my evolution and my growth in my journey and however that shows up um, through spirituality, through business, through work, uh, through my own expression into the world, through creative endeavors. I'm a bunch of things. I'm also a, well, becoming a freelance uh, creative. I am a creative in general, and I'm also an aspiring entrepreneur, an energy worker, and a bunch of other things. But today we're gonna be reflecting and just talking about the last month and what went down. And I'm excited to get into this because I have a lot of fun topics to get into. So without further ado, we're gonna be talking about all kinds of things like No Nut August, how that played into thing, extra and extra sexual energy. We're gonna be talking about freelance, we're gonna be talking about SEO, cashing up on content, environment, finances, uh, attachments. We're gonna be talking about new series, productivity, notion, music. I'm literally just reading my fucking list at this point. But anyways, this is going to be a type of series for people who are also on their personal development, their personal growth, their self-development, self-growth uh, journeys, and they want to improve as well. I'm gonna be giving you guys, I'm gonna be talking about it, my experiences that I've experienced in the past month, and then we're also just gonna be talking about actionables that you can apply as well in your own journey. This is gonna be a very experiential focus. I'm not gonna be talking about mumbo jumbo, even though at times it might see a little bit, it might seem a little bit like, uh, up there and out there type of thing, but uh, my goal is always to deliver practical value that can bring the end listener and end watcher a ton of value. I was about to say F there, but trying to uh, swear a little bit less. So let's start off talking about communication. I am trying very fucking, oh, I fucked up. I said it again, damn it. Um, I'm trying to swear a little bit less. I am also trying to, but I feel like when I'm with, certain people, I just, I just lose it completely. And then I just swear. And it's, it's, I just like default into my normal lazy habits, which is what swearing is. It's just, it's a lack of a better word that you decide to fill in with a word like fuck. That's really what's going on there. So for me, I'm trying to fill in my word, my sentences and words right now in a more, a more beautiful way a more selective and more thoughtful approach. Uh, I don't always need to paint every little word with an F-bomb and every little sentence. Uh, I don't need to add an explicit uh, explicit label, if you will. <laughs> so anyway, so, so I've been working on that. I'm also, also trying to get better at enunciation, like really working on my over-enunciation of words to build the muscles in my mouth and mouth facial, whatever the fuck region. 
I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, just trying to build muscles in terms of getting better communication. It's everything. It's a muscle. It is a skill that is so important to me and I am absolutely dedicated to getting better at this and eventually becoming world-class. It means so fucking much to me as I continue to swear again. So forget I said anything about swearing because I just want to go back to actually swearing. It's uh, it's fun <laughs> to use sometimes. And I'm, I, I think it's because I'm so like used to making myself feel more comfortable through swear words. And like on camera, it's my like default to say specific words. Like I, I say like a lot as well and some ums and stuff like that. These these tisks, these verbal patterns that make me feel more comfortable in a certain situation. And being on camera as much as it is very comfortable for me, at the same time, it's also uncomfortable to a degree, especially because I'm going through a lot right now with working on my, my ability to be kind to myself, my ability to detach from the present moment. And that kind of doesn't make sense because when you're present, you're not judging, you're, you're accepting of all. But for me, it was like a resistance to being present. It's a, for me, I am finding myself being very harsh on myself in regards to how I spend my time, what I'm choosing for tasks, how I'm spending my day. In the past week, I've actually grown a lot on this, on a, an energetic pattern type of level where I'm just being a lot more gracious towards myself. I noticed, for example, like I love, I love women, I love girls, and I'm highly motivated by sex, which we will talk about later. I am not making any time for that though right now because it, it doesn't feel like a good investment of my energy, my time for what I will get back. That being said, um, I noticed that there was something to do with this like investment type of, type of uh, pattern. I noticed this because I was watching how I dealt with choosing tasks first thing. And this is a underlying similar pattern or not the similar pattern. It's the exact same fucking pattern. I was struggling with choosing my top tasks of the day and what I chose to do first, because if you know me, you know, my magic moments are many times first thing. It's when I am most clear. I am most productive. My creative abilities are off the fucking charts my ability to just get everything out that came to me the night before is also bananas. My willpower is highest first thing. There's a lot of things that are just very high first thing in the morning. So I was struggling with what the hell do I choose to get the biggest bang for my buck? And that right there is subtle judgment towards myself. How can I make sure that this is the right thing? That's the key thing right there. That I was so attached to it being the right thing and it couldn't be the wrong thing because if I chose the wrong task, mid task, I was like, I chose the wrong thing and then I didn't want to start the task because I'm like, fuck, I don't want to quit right now. I want to keep going with this. But it was just this bad pattern of choosing the wrong thing type of thing in that. But the, the, the challenge with that is that there was actually no wrong thing. It was merely my subjective judgment towards what is right and what is wrong. Of course, there would be more ideal tasks and less ideal tasks in that prioritization order. But there was just, honestly, anything I could have decided on, my ego would convince me 
yeah, this is actually the wrong thing and you're doing something wrong and you're wrong and this is bad and like all of this type of subtle judgment that was very, very problematic and also just goes to show how powerful an ego can be. So there was a, a ton of working through that and I'm still trying to get better at that, but how this relates to girls as well is this, I feel like I can't put time into something like that because I feel like it's not going to, it's not a good use of my time. It's not the right type of priority. And that right there, this like judgment of if it's right or if it's wrong, uh, instead of just like, essentially it's suppressing desire, which is a challenge. And also it kind of has to be done at the same time. Cause like short term, short term sacrifice for long term gain. But I don't know, it's just something I'm going through right now. I'm working through that, challenge of, of the underlying challenge of being okay with what I'm doing. Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be this perfect task. First thing, it doesn't necessarily have to be this, this, uh, grandiose action every single hour of the day. And especially first thing, it's okay if I'm doing like something that isn't necessarily what my ego deems perfect. So working through a lot of that, I'll figure out someday with girls what the fuck the proper balance is but have not found it at this point i'm also trying my best to balance a lot of things right now it's, it's not easy so adding another thing like girls was probably not my best bet at this point in my journey but someday it will be and i look forward to that all right let's talk about no nut august since uh we're basically just talking about sex and stuff like that uh the motivation of it i have went all of august and a little bit before at the end of july uh i think of this streak is like what, 35 days at this point? I think I started on, yeah, I started on the, the 27th of July, so I got an extra five days, yeah. So it's about 36, 36 days, I think, of no masturbation. It was challenging as fuck. Like, I really struggled with not releasing that sexual energy. It was overwhelming at times, but wow, it was very growth-inducing, and that I had such a, a surge of power, sexual power, sexual energy that was not being channeled or into nothingness, if you will, which is technically what masturbation is. And instead, I had to become present with it and uh, channel it because if I didn't channel it, it was gonna fucking crush me, which actually happened in the first week. I was like so overwhelmed with between like fasting and actually wait, was this, this might've been second week, somewhere in between here, I decided, hey, let's also cut out alcohol and caffeine for an entire week and see how I fare with that. It was interesting, it was very challenging. Um, it's a lot easier to do no fab for 30 days if you have, excuse me, something to escape and like I found that I was actually escape that's another thing like I found that caffeine and alcohol are serving as escapes for me some days and I think that's interesting to look at and like that was I did a, a full week in I already said this what am I saying <laughs> yeah so the full week is uh was really growth inducing and Fuck, it was all, it also, probably the biggest thing it showed me was how much I want to escape certain challenges and not deal with them and just have another cup of coffee or just have another glass of alcohol to suppress this like craziness that can go on in my mind and this 
what it really is is just like a crazy amount of energy and I, the same is true with the the sexual sexual energy it's like there was so much energy that I needed to channel into something I, it's, I'm now like way more excited to work out like today today's my final day obviously and I am so looking forward to working out because I know I'm just there's a ridiculous amount of craze going on within me today so of course I'm also going to breathe through this I'm doing a lot of central channel breathing right now which is I found saving my ass completely with the no fab experiments so uh but in general man like you have to find something to channel this into if you're going to do some version of no fab and like for me it was uh definitely working out uh I didn't find my productivity was perfect on this but I found in general, I just felt a lot more powerful, a lot more confident. Um, yeah, I'll do a separate video on this, so you should check that out on my channel. Just search NoFap Josh Moxie or, or just uh, No Masturbation. I forget what I'm using for keywords. Um, which leads me into my next thing. I am really focused on keywords and SEO right now and learning how to grow. For me personally, I am, by the way, I am amazed at how fast I am going on this and the the flow this is why i'm doing something like the journal it is it is spot fucking on um and remind me actually you're not going to be able to remind me because you're a camera and a mic uh yeah but uh anyways <laughs> so going back to what i was saying about uh seo i'm really focused right now on learning how to grow i'm so intrigued by how people rank and i'm finally taking the time to get dedicated on learning what is it going to take for me to get to that next level of growth? Like literally I have a hundred, under a hundred subscribers right now. And if you're in that under a hundred, I fucking love you. You guys are a, an OG club right there. But, uh, man, what I'm, what I have done historically has not worked. Um, I, I have done it for a few videos and it showed me that, wow, this actually can work if I put in the time. So I'm now more motivated because it's like, why, would I do all of this? Why would I put all this time into making videos? Like it's a ridiculous amount of hours. If it's not going to lead to anything, if it's not going to lead to any eyeballs, no impact, no business growth, no channel growth, no like the point of me making videos is of course documentation, but it's also to bring you beautiful people a ton of fucking value. That is why I do this type of stuff. I am trying to help you evolve as I show how I am evolving type of thing. I, it's, it's everything to me. So right now I am learning to buddy, getting more advanced so that I'm just upgraded yesterday to get more serious on like weighted and just went to town today. Like did my first fucking, I'm also trying to structure videos ahead of time now, like little things like this where I'm just like, wow, it's crazy to see like my, my 2017, 2018, 2019 version of me would be like, what the fuck is going on right now? Because I so wanted back in the day to have no structure, no, I mean, I, that's a lie. I did do a little bit of structure for a second there and did some notes, but I wanted to just go completely off of no keywords. I said, fuck SEO. Uh, I don't want to do much structure. I just want to riff and I want to bring as much value as possible, and then eventually growth will come. Turns out you kind of need to build a bridge to growth or else growth does not come. So I am gonna work on building that bridge now because 
man, I have, uh, I have a lot of room to improve in my discovery and, uh, and with YouTube and stuff like that. And it's, it's just fascinating because I know it's what's going to take me to that next, next level and get that impact, get that, uh, the business results that I'm looking for, all those things. Um, so I'm changing like how I plan out my content. I am, uh, I'm dedicated to learning more of the basics of SEO. Like it's, I feel like SEO is just like a wormhole of knowledge and information because bro, there's so much you can learn, but I feel like if you just know the basics and get good at the basics, you can do a lot of damage in a good way. So, um, yeah, I've also learned that like you can to a degree do spont spontaneous videos. And then if you just record your intro and outro after, and then add some keywords and do all the things, you should be fine. You should be fine. But uh, I'm grateful that at least um, the dubstep videos have shown me that I can actually do this with, with my growth and I can actually make this happen um, for a specific niche. And that of course was, was music with that. But with that being said, I'm not like too motivated to make music videos right now. Um, I was talking to my friend, he's like, bro, like, you should do more of the, of the music content. But I'm like, bro, you, what you're not understanding is you're, you're encouraging me to do more music content. But number one, you're the, this is like the type of content that you will watch from me. You won't watch the other stuff because you're more focused on music stuff, less on the thoughtfulness, less on the personal development type of stuff, which is fine. That's, that's up to him. But uh, I've also, if you're looking close enough, you can also understand that my SEO game with other types of content has not been up to par. I've not done the distribution and all that type of jazz that is required to get me the type of views that, I'm that I would get with music type of thing. So I just need to start applying it to my other types of niches, if you will. So that whether that's like a notion content, whenever I launch that, the mindset, I'm very intrigued by the mindset. I'm like, how can I, how can I grow with such a broad, a broad topic like mindset and all that jazz? So, but I'm trying, I'm trying a long tail keywords experimenting. Um, again, thank God for two buddy. This will help me a lot in, in, uh, the future, but I don't know, man, it's, it's just interesting. Like this, this area where you have to break through when you just have like very minimum subscribers, it's, or very minimal subscribers rather. And you have to go through it. You have to go through that period where you don't have that traction and just keep fucking pushing and experiment with ways you can growth hack to get to that that uh, there's like, I feel like it's a, just a hockey curve. Like it just gets easier and easier. And then someday you can just make a fucking a video and it explodes without any SEO just because it's good content and you have a shit ton of subscribers um, that share it for you. That's like, I think the greatest growth hack is just getting people to share it. So yeah, that's, that's exciting to me. I'm looking forward to how things change with that. Um, but also just literally working on the keywords before the video is going to change a lot of things, which I'm, I experimented with today with my NoFap plan structure of that video. Next up, let's talk about environment. Okay. Um, with environment right now, I am loving being outside. I actually don't like being inside at all. I feel like I really maxed out summer before I was talking to my friend yesterday. He's like, I don't think I did a talking about himself. I don't think I did a good job of, maxing out this summer or whatever the fuck his wording was. It wasn't that I can tell you that, that for sure. But he was just disappointed with 
how fast summer went. And I'm like, yeah, it's interesting because I didn't hang out like in a summery type of a way. Uh, like the closest I got to a beach was literally seeing someone on Snapchat um, at a beach. I'm just like, I vicariously live through my friends and or some of my friends in uh, summer. Most of my friends, I feel like, are not participating in summer, which I love because it's time to fucking work, baby. I like, what are we actually doing here? If you're actually committed to your goals, then uh, I feel I feel like summer is more just like something in the way. If uh, if you're really serious about working and working your ass off, but that is my judgment right there. It's everyone's journey, everyone's diff- different priorities, different balances, life balances. And that's okay. So going back to this though, environment, I am loving this idea of maxing out summer from my fucking deck. It's great. I am so obsessed with working outside right now. Literally half the time, I'm just like so fucking peaceful and looking up into this, these beautiful clouds. I'm looking up at them right now and it's so calming. I also love listening to like lo-fi during that and it just feels so fucking nice to get. I'm, I also try to avoid the sunlight. Like I'm getting like indirect sunlight and also technically yeah i actually am getting a little bit of indirect sunlight officially because the i'm fucking burning when i'm outside and i'm literally in shade 24 fucking seven but i just like the feeling of being outside um i've also changed my room around this is how we even got this layout right here in this perspective because i switched everything around back there is where my bed used to be we used to be like this reflections um used to be recorded right here this 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 uh, bookshelf was up against the wall right there, but um, I did I put this in a vlog somewhere. So probably the process thirty or thirty one whatever the fuck I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it, but I'll come back to that in a second. Um, and it just feels so much nicer to change around my room because low key I'm just going fucking insane being in this house, being with my family at age twenty four. It hurts. It hurts a lot. I am much more fucking motivated right now though to evolve in this type of manner because fuck, after going, so I went to my friend's house or friend's new apartment as of yesterday to help him move in, Colt, and it was, holy fuck, I'm so fucking happy for him because he was going through something a very similar situation to myself in that he was going a little bit crazy being with his parents. Okay, a lot crazy, but he and I get this completely because I as much as I love my mom and like she's one of my favorite people on this planet I still don't want to live with her anymore like I'm fucking 24 realistically I should have been out here a while ago um but I haven't and that's that's on me that is absolutely my doing and what's cool about this type of thought where it's like it's not no one's fault except my own is when you take blame like that and you take that responsibility and direct it only at yourself, you are then able to change the result. Because if you got yourself there, you can get yourself to another place. So for me right now, I am feeling empowered after especially experiencing Colt's apartment uh, firsthand. And it's a bachelor pad, it's a one bedroom. And I'm just like, this would be everything for me right now. And I'm fucking amped for him as well. Like, it's gonna be sick. And uh, I can't wait for as well when I get to that type of place. But it's also about finding that fine balance between short-term, short-term, what is the, short-term sacrifice, thank you. Thank you, uh, universe. 
uh, short-term sacrifice for long-term long-term gain, long-term better lifestyle. So I'm trying to find the balance between that because if I just randomly just start making a shit ton of money, would that be better to just continue eating shit? Or would that be better to find some version of that where it's like I end up going and getting a roommate? And I don't know. I'm really not sure right now. But I do crave the feeling of being alone. I crave the feeling of being in an apartment and not leaving it if I unless I need to, and uh, also having girls over. Holy fuck! I just, this is like such a challenge for me right now with being at home. Anyways, but it is what it is. It's not like I'm actually making time for girls anyway, so I'm not really sure how that would actually manifest. All right, but going into the monetary aspect of things, my finances are fucking. There are big yikes right now. Um, I had to actually sell my gold to pay rent last month. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will get through this. I will get through this. It is a step-by-step game. And I might have to, I might have to ask some, someone for money. I might have to ask for a loan real quick and pay that back after. Um, I might have to go into overdraft right now. My credit cards are pretty fucked right now, but uh, this is why I'm not sitting here teaching you about money. Because, <laughs> like, I am not good at this shit. I am really, really not good at this shit. But I'm learning as time goes on. And it's always an, a trial and error type of experiment. Um, but to try to get myself out of this type of hole, I am going to do freelance work. I, it's so clear to me right now that I'm not, like, necessarily ready for entrepreneurship, but there's like this in-between stage, which is between like a job and entrepreneurship that is freelance. And it's so clear to me that I don't need actually a job. What I need is just a few freelance clients and your boy is fucking golden. I don't need to get a job at that point because my income will be just enough to get that lifestyle dealt with. Then I can focus on business, just do enough videos a month, enough creative work enough, enough projects enough that I'm able to continue with business. I'm able to continue with content. I'm able to do what I need to do um, and just purely work on, on a freelance basis. I'm so excited about that. So for me right now, um, I'm grateful. I'm so motivated for, for that. It's just very, when I like have this clarity, I just go into like focus mode. And for me, I am focused right now on building out the portfolio so that it highlights that I'm able to do a lot of creative work. So whether that's video editing, whether that's like product demos or like vlogs or uh, micro content, repurposing content, I could literally do voiceovers as well, filming if I need to. These types of things I'm just really, really working on right now to get them all uh, into one area also designs also logos also thumbnails headers all the types of branding assets i feel like i I can just have that type of value add to a company to a an organization to also an entrepreneur or someone that's able to hire me or a a free a creative that just doesn't know how to edit or needs like post-production creative repurposing that type of stuff (laughs) so I'm working on that right now. I am also creating a resume. So that's interesting. Um, I built it all in Notion as well, which came out pretty fucking sick. So I'm excited about that. But that's the focus right now for work. 
I also for job for uh, website stuff because I probably should update you on that. I have basically done nothing in the past little bit for websites. Um, if I didn't say this, I think I said this last month, but I'm splitting them in personal branding and business for uh, two different websites. And I have, don't really have much else to say right there. I've just been quite focused on content catch up. So let's uh, let's talk more about catching up with content, I guess, on that note. Um, I am pausing on the vlog right now. I'm actually like not motivated to talk as much as I once was, which I find very interesting. For me, it's a lot of, I don't know, it's like I feel like I've said a lot of what needs to be said and I'm just not interested in voicing every little opinion right now. I'm also, it's very clear to me at this point that recency bias is coming in a lot with my vlog, with my content, and I value so much that thought, that perspective in that moment um, forgetting that it can be completely worthless in like two, three days. It's, and, and not completely worthless, but like it's importance fades off. I'm like, oh shit, this wasn't actually as important of a storyline as I once thought it was. So I'm constantly thinking about that. I'm also, my editing style is changing a lot right now. Um, so it's like, it's weird. Like I just put out a kill feed showcase 2020 video and which you can i'll throw up a card for that hopefully and i noticed that like i thought when i edited that that was like my favorite music edit to date it was well done but as i reviewed it and i was about to post it i'm just like holy fuck like there's so many different things i would do differently if i was editing that today and so many things i would cut and the better i get at cutting the better the content starts coming out I don't need to keep every little thing in and it's I've said this so many fucking times but it's this forever focus on detaching on essentialism on focusing on the right things on airing the right things talking about the right things crafting the right storylines and it's not from a judgment right place but like what is the most ideal and how can I say this in less time all that type of stuff um, I'm also focused on like improving little things like jump cuts like I've realized that it's three seconds or sorry not three Jesus Christ three frames for me is the ideal for a jump cut right now and also applying transitions like a two second not two, again not two seconds two frames a two frame transition on all of the audio like audio cuts because yeah man it's just important also been working on J cuts L cuts all the things and trying to find better ways of editing because it just forever just keeps changing. Um, I keep becoming a better and better editor and I'm very pleased. And that's why I was always like resistant about the process and changing that up because I'm with the way I like jumped 21 right after. It was, I was scared that it was gonna be, <sighs> Jesus, bless me, <sighs> bless me. Um, I was scared that it was going to be this weird dynamic when you jump from 004 to 005 if it's way fucking later and I'm so much better at editing at that point. But life will go on. It's not perfect, life isn't perfect, and we, we move, we move. But yeah, I've also noticed that I've, I've been stopping my recording to save my sanity. Very simple realization, but the more you record, potentially the more in the hole you are if you're not editing consistently. It's not very complex, it's a basic fucking math, but 
for me, I kept recording and kept not being able to scrap things and it would consistently put myself deeper into a hole. So things like this, this journal, this journal series, I am making less footage or I'm capturing and recording less footage for my sanity and to help chill me out. And because it's gonna, gonna be less work and I get closer to catch up, there's a bunch of reasons why I'm doing this right now. It's also just, I feel like a, an interesting thing of looking at me every month rather than every week or two weeks. Right now that is, that could change as time goes on. Cause I feel like what I'm doing with what I used to do with reflections and this like weekly type of format or the journal if it was weekly as well. I'm doing a lot in the vlog right now. Like I don't actually give a shit about showing the day to day right now. I'm so disinteresting. I feel like spreading ideas and I feel like spreading concepts, but I'm just so unmotivated because I'm so behind to talk or to show all of the like minutia, all of the processes and stuff like that. It, you can see like the exhaustion come over me as I start to think about recording. And then actually wait, the recording part's easy. It's the editing part that is the hard part for that. It's fucking exhausting doing excessive amounts of editing especially if you don't know if it's going to work and I need to do more testing on my theses before I just go and dedicate my entire vlog towards like how I edit and all that type of shit. So yeah, working on that. Um, what else did I put here? There's also just, yeah, a detachment around sharing and documenting everything. It's very clear to me right now that I don't need to document every little thing. And I know I just said that a moment ago, but the the distinction here is there's this balance between documenting and executing. So documenting meaning I'm capturing my journey. I am creating content about what's going on in my life, how I can bring people value, um, all that type of stuff. The actual execution is like business and work. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about like the editing process of the content or stuff like that. I'm talking about like stuff beyond the content because I'm not just a media company. I am hopefully a uh, going to be a, a successful entrepreneur someday. So I can't be just only creating content. I don't think that's useful for anything. Um, in my case, I need to uh, I need to find a balance where documentation isn't taking up so much of my time, which it is right now. And that's the the problematic thing is when you when all you do is document, you're making no time for work and that is not useful. So for me in this type of situation right now, I don't know, I'm just not motivated to do anything with the vlog right now. And that's completely fucking fine. That's completely fine. Cause there will come a time when I get through this, when I get caught up and then I'll be just amped, hopefully to capture things again. And I look forward to that, I'll be fun. I also launched the journal, had a very soft launch, changed a little bit of branding. I'm pleased with how the thumbnails have started coming out. This like classic uh, text with a little background color type of thing. I think it looks really nice in like a square type of fashion, not a stroke. And I am pleased with that. It just looks so much cleaner. I decided to use red. I talk about this more in like the process 28 or 29 or something like that. But yeah, it's also just challenging airing such old content though, um, especially because my beliefs and opinions change so fucking much as time goes on. So that has been 
a little bit discouraging, especially with like old vlogs. I'm like, do I ever actually want to air this or do I want to just scrap all of this and do all the highlights? We'll see. I don't, I really just don't know right now. It's going to be forever just doing what feels right in that moment. And uh, yeah, nothing is ever permanent though. So that's good. Um, also related to that, I have a ton of old content up right now with all the old reflections, all the old videos that I just, I just wish it would all go away. Like it's, I feel so detached from my old content because I've evolved so much in my communication style, in my thinking, in my beliefs, in my perspectives, and uh, also in my action. Like it's very different now um, from what it used to be. So for me, it's, holy fuck, the amount of times I said for me this episode is ridiculous, but in, in the sense of keeping content up, I'm gonna keep it up. I don't want to, I don't want to take it down as much as I do want to take it down. The whole point of this entire fucking channel was documentation at the beginning. So eventually this is going to serve as very motivating to people who are new to content creation, who want to get better. And they'll see like Josh Moxie in that year and they'll be like, holy fuck, this is crazy good. And then they'll look at my old content and be like, this was what he used to be like. So that's why I'm keeping it up, even though it cr I just, it makes me cringe thinking about people going through my old videos. Um, there was definitely gold in there, but holy fuck. Some of the, the routes I took to get to that gold were just a little bit, a little bit crazy in terms of how long it, it came out. But I'm trying to get better. I think I'm getting better, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm never gonna stop. Um, I'm never gonna stop. No, I'm always going to be improving. So never not improving is what I'm kind of trying to say right there. What else can we talk about? Let's talk about music real quick. Um, I started working on Spotify playlists. So set up a master Spotify playlist for Beauty and the Bass, which I talked about before. I've also developed a series for lo-fi. So that's going to be called, I, at this point I'm calling it lo-fi and show, but there's no fucking chance that that's going to work out for SEO. So <laughs> I'll try to, uh, I'll try to find something else or a variation that does work. I've also created a scores and soundtracks one called Your Life as a Movie. So with these, I've also set up beautiful covers, tried to get better at SEO, tried to just do all the keyword stuffing in a lead jazz in the Spotify playlist. And uh, five followers on Beauty and the Bass, two on, <laughs> two on My Life as a Movie, zero on low vibe. Well, we'll get there though, we will get there. One second, water break. Love it. So fucking good. Wow, I am talking a lot. It is 38 minutes of me not taking a break, potentially. So, also loving DMB right now, and I'm, I'm just obsessed with scores, lo fi as well, underground rhythm. Oh man, all the things right now. Oh, also related to lo fi, I am obsessed with putting it as my nightly ritual right now, just pressing play on my lo fi playlist and just getting focused on on the nightly ritual tasks. It can be very easy for me to be like, ah, this isn't interesting. I don't want to do this right now. And then I procrastinate too long and I go to bed too late and it's just like, fuck. And then it fucks me over completely. So to make it more interesting, I literally just press play on a Spotify playlist that is super fucking peaceful. And then I just go and dominate, it's great. And it also just feels like you're in a movie. Ironically, it's not the My Life is a Movie one. It's a different playlist, obviously, but fuck. 
It's actually, it's just great. Um, I also, what was I about to say? Sleep schedule has stayed on point. I'm not like 6 a.m. club by any means right now, but 8 a.m., 9 a.m. latest, it feels like most days. But I did 10 a.m. today type of thing. But in general, man, I am staying up solid amount and going to bed, sorry, not staying up, waking up at a solid, solid time and going to bed at a solid time as well. I'm pleased. It was never about like sticking with like a 5 a.m. type of thing. It was always about how can I just make the right amount of sleep schedule changes that allow me to be flexible in nature and wake up at seven or wake up at six, five, whatever the fuck with ease, but also not sleep past like nine type of thing and be up with that. All right, what else have I not talked about? One second, let me just rip through. Oh, also love Nescafe gold medium roast instant. It is, I'm obsessed with this right now. I'm trying out black bulletproof with, uh, I'm also doing so black and comma bulletproof and then uh, cream and sugar with that as well on separate. So like those three type of things are just so fucking nice. But specifically that gold roast medium instant from Nescafe is insane. This is the best instant I've ever had. I laugh because I used to be a barista and now I'm just sitting here drinking instant because it's just better for speed. But boy, I love it. And I love my new mug, my new fucking coffee mug. Is that around? I don't know. I do not know. Um, speaking of things I also love, it, uh, by the way, sorry, it, let me come full circle on that. Toronto Maple Leaf mug, got it from Ryan, fucking love it, so nice. Okay, so let's talk about bun real quick. This, this hair is finally able to have a loose bun, which I appreciate, because I don't want to get to the end of my day and have a very irritated scalp, so I'll be able to have a more loose, like I'll, I'll put it up and then I'll just quickly like loosen it up a little bit and it feels so much nicer for my longevity. I also don't want to lose hair because I already have a, a hairline that I'm not loving right now, but my life will go on. Um, what I find fascinating though is it's actually coming out of the ponytail and so it's not actually a bun yet, but the pony starts hitting the back of my fucking neck now where there's no hair. I'm just like, wow, shit is growing. And it's, it's, I'm letting it out more and more. It just keeps growing. I have no intentions of stopping anytime soon. I like the way it's looking in some ways, other ways I don't. I'm trying to find how the best way is to put this bad boy down in a way where it's like not necessarily parted. I don't know. I'm still experimenting with a fucking shit ton of potential looks, but Eventually, I will figure out something, or not. <sighs> what else? Also loving watching productivity YouTubers right now. That's a random little passion of mine. I'm very like motivated to watch people like Ali Abdal. I'm sorry if I'm fucking up that name. Uh, what's his name? Shit. Matt Devella is also a gangster. These guys are just like very, very good with the way they film and create their type of videos and of course editing as well but fuck man there there's just a lot of beauty that goes on in their videos and I really really respect it I've also been DJing a little bit more and uh found I found five my 500 double so that I have in a database I have 500 separate doubles of things that it could potentially go in a mix that are pretty good I mean some of the ones at the start when I was first collecting are pretty uh, meh, but I was learning and it had to be done. So it's a lot better now. I'm looking forward to it. And and I, I say I'm looking forward to it because I eventually will use this for a mix. And uh, But it's just been fun. I've just added a few more 
times a week where I'll just quickly open up record box and just fuck around with the free version. And it's just, it's just fun to me, man. Um, my friend also is using, like he asked, it was like, bro, I need a few extra doubles and for his show. And I'm like, absolutely. I will gladly help, gladly help you out with that. And uh, it was amazing. Like, for example, he gave me a double he was going to do. And I'm like, yo, this is good. But like, can I like show you my version of this instead? And just gave him a fucking sick one with uh, Crusher by Calcium and Chassis, Nosphere and Mahir, I think his name is. Um, their remix of Ball Liquor, that together. Damn good. Anyways, that's been a lot of fun. Also, world events right now, I think will be the final thing I'll talk about here. So, everything's been very, very political right now. It is very crazy. I've never seen the world more divided than it feels like right now. It's intense, man. Between COVID stuff, between actual election coming up soon, between BLM um, and like racial tensions right now as well. It's, it's interesting. There are some good conversations being had, but man, I feel like a lot of the conversations are just not on point from my personal perspective. There's also a lot of humility I'm deploying right now. I am probably the, the biggest thing I've been working on in the past month is humility and compassion. For me, I am, or I was in the past, one to be like, yo, this is the way. There is no other way. I'm right, you're wrong. I can see how, how un, what would be the word? Um, un, unevolved, un, uh, egotistical, that type of approach and viewpoint can be. And I just have a lot more humility now. It's like, yo, I'm gonna be doing what I think is right. And it's like, that's the, that's the subtle changes. This is not right. This is just right for me. And there's a big difference in that type of thinking. Um, so I still do think I'm right, but it's, I'm right for me. I'm not necessarily right for you. Everyone's wired differently. Everyone's different situations. Context is very key with all this type of shit and, uh, everything's, yeah, I don't, it, uh, there's just a lot of humility right now. Like I, as much as I, and that's also, I think why I've been speaking less. Cause I'm like, fuck, I just have one perspective here. And I'll still want to contribute to the conversation, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. It's just one man's point of view. It's just one man's point of view. So I am trying to also be more compassionate to people who love to throw hate back, throw shade back. I'm really working on, on being loving toward those, towards those people, um, seeing them from source, how source would see them, uh, trying to see them as, as, as like beings of love. Cause that's what they are. They just might be a little bit confused temporarily and, uh, loving people where they're at, man. It's an interesting time out here. I feel like a lot of people are quite confused. I feel like a lot of people have bought into what I perceive to be not the most ideal perspectives. And, uh, it's interesting. I feel like I've also lost a lot of friends based on my worldviews right now. Uh, and it's, it's intriguing. It's, it's been tough at times for sure. And it's weird, like not talking to certain people, but, uh, it has to be done sometimes it has to be done. 
And it's just about like, as I want different things and as I think different things, that will, that will change who my friend circle is. And it doesn't, it shouldn't need to necessarily. Cause like for me, I, I have tons of friends that I completely disagree with everything they are thinking around this time. And that's like, I'm just, there's so much more respect I'm trying to deploy. And it came from people being very disrespectful to me and very not compassionate and very egotistical. So I was like, okay, how can I grow from this? And it's become, how can I do the opposite of what they did? How can I inspire conversation, but not have so much like, this is the way and shove it down your fucking throat and, and uh, feel that I'm right and you're wrong type of thing. Cause that's not the case. It's really not the case. Also, why is everyone a fucking scientist in 2020? That's like one of my pet peeves right now. <laughs> it's pretty fucking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> fuck man. Um, so in terms of po politic political types of perspectives, I try to stay away from things because I just don't know politics. But uh, I feel like I was going to side with any side. It would probably be Republican if I was living in the US. It doesn't mean I'm just like sitting here and condoning Trump's actions. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just like the general points of view, I feel like I, I identify with more versus I don't love, I don't love the, uh, the liberal points of view on certain things right now. So yeah, wait, did I just, did I say, wait, no, it's, this is, see, I already am confused because I'm just like talking about politics and this is just, again, something I know nothing about, but I feel like I'm more centered in nature and I feel like, um, it's scary where things could be headed if certain people get elected, I, th I find, um, especially with like thinking about freelance and, and self-employment and stuff like that. What's going on in California right now? Suspect, very suspect. So I dislike that. Uh, it's great to see, by the way, so going on COVID stuff real quick, it's great to see the new data coming out finally of talking about how only was it six, 9,000 deaths, 6.7%. Let me quickly get it up. 6% uh, of deaths, COVID was the only cause mentioned and that's on CDC's websites. So that was really fucking cool. Suspect as well, how they decided not to really talk about this too crazily in the media and stuff like that. So found this interesting. Again, this is literally just about uh, putting your truth on wax and letting the world eventually come through things. And if you've been paying attention to my stories, for example, you'll know that I'm, I am kind of anti-mask. It's actually less anti-mask. It's more just like pro-freedom and pro uh, my body, my choice, which I think is hilarious because most people who are anti-anti-masks are the same type of people that would be like, my body, my choice, and very, very passionate about that cause until it goes against something that they believe in. They're like, nope, doesn't matter anymore. Uh, again, people are just doing the best they can. And that's, that's been like a very important belief. They're doing what they think is right. I'm doing what, what I think is right. And at the, end of the, at the end of the day, the goal is not to be more divided, it's to come together, regardless of our disagreements, regardless of our, our points of view and opinions, regardless of all of it. We need to be one, we need to be whole, we need to be complete as a, as a world, as a society, as a, as a nation, as all those types of things, because it's, we're so vulnerable when we're divided. 
United we stand, divided we fall. It's as if everyone, not everyone, it's as if a lot of people have forgotten this and they're just so into the vortex, the matrix, that they're just, they can't pull themselves out. I'm grateful that I'm out of the matrix right now. I'm able to see a little bit more clearly than I think a lot of people are right now. I'm also trying to stay very rational, very like calm about things because when I get too heated, when I get too uh, emotional, I can't see clearly, which is also interesting because I find a lot of people are a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy right now in terms of their emotions. They're all everyone's on tilt. Again, I'm using absolutes here. Not everyone's on tilt, but many of the world's people right now are highly emotional, unable to see clearly, and I just find this fascinating in terms of possible linkages and what was the final thing there yeah so I, I it was interesting like last month I was talking about speaking my truths even if people disagree with them and I get shit on some of that yeah it's shit plays out eventually and it's starting to play out right now people are starting to realize oh yeah this actually might not have been uh, might not have been what we thought based on those numbers that CDC just put out. Uh, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Sounds like there's a bigger storyline at play, but I'm not gonna talk about that because I like not being censored. And uh, there's a lot of censorship going around right now. Unfortunately, I'm grateful that I am not one of these people. I hope to stay like that, but it's also, yeah, it's, it's interesting what people or companies are doing in, in situations like this when it's fundamentally just, they just agree with like, or disagree with the intent behind uh, mission A. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, I feel like it gets more personal than, it's very subjective and it, people forget that. Life is just damn subjective. Anyways, I feel like that was actually a fucking great episode. I'm trying to, oh my God, I didn't actually cover Notion. Just kidding, we're gonna go a little bit longer. Where are we at right now? 53 minutes? For sure. I'm just looking at my audio. It might be off on the video. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Okay. So, Notion. I have been working on August Bradley systems and implementing those types of ideas into my own systems right now, combining what's worked with me in the past and then what is working for August Bradley, experimenting with things like Action Date, for example. One of the biggest lessons he shared with me um, not me, me personally, but with one of the intro videos and the task management is that the, di the date is the most dynamic thing in Notion because you can set up filters and, and views in such a way where the date on a clock, on a calendar, I mean, date's really not on a clock, but date is on a calendar. As the date changes, your entire flow of tasks can also change at the same time. So I'm also working on moving, not working on, I have moved all of my, what was formerly called date completed to action date, which basically means what was the day I took action on this? this can, I'm experimenting with how I'm going to end this with when it's starting on one day and ending on another. But in general, I'm trying to step things out a lot more and trying to make a lot more tasks than have a larger task in one area. It's also shown me this, this idea of projects, man, like projects are the fucking view when you are looking at your priorities and a global 
database task and actually what I what I actually call it is actions now because like August said your wording matters your association matters to those types of databases so for me I call it actions now not tasks and in those actions um, I find that I am getting the most value when they are action or sorry not action they are project based and I'm specifically talking about like having a view of like yo here are my projects and here are the active ones here are like the things that are paused here are the things that are waiting on someone else here are the things that are coming up soon here are the concepts all and then obviously archived and then completed and stuff like that so those types of things viewing them viewing the tasks within those as the way of finding what I'm working on for that specific task that specific day has been so much fucking better and instead of just this craze of like a million fucking tasks within my global database like this is this has occurred within notion or my notion my content area as well like the content stream I mean and also the streams are kind of like a little bit contradictory towards projects but they also just work in such a way where they can kind of work together like you put a project of like quarter one content stream type of stuff I don't know or just like notion content or something like that um, which I stole from August Bradley of course because he does that in his videos I'm like oh shit I could do that as a project but looking at like content stream for example and just filtering the databases in such a way for the link databases that they can be all of the tasks that are just associated to that and then filtered or sorted in such a way where it's just enough for that type of view and oh my god i'm just like obsessed with how much everything is connecting right now i don't know where i was at in terms of the journal for last month where i was at with my notion systems but in this time look going through august bradley systems i have been so inspired to just redo all my stuff so it always starts with like vision and then goes to areas and then goes to projects and then goes to actions those four right there are all reverse engineering um, so it starts out with the vision and reverses all the way down to the actions that are going to get that the the goal achieved if you will this can be like a very short-term goal this can very be a north star there's just a lot of many things i'm doing right now within notion uh, to try to max out my what works for me so if you want at some point i would love to show you how i do things in notion it is one of my favorite things i literally spend ridiculous amounts of time in this in this software and i so much so that i actually put it on my resume as like work experience independent notion system designer as of now i might take it off but i think it's pretty fucking funny so uh the glow and then also global wisdom having that just also global timestamps. There's like a bunch of global things I'm experimenting with right now and it's coming out fucking sick. Today's system as well, a system for outlining my mind dump, uh, my inbox for just today, my power list for just today, my notes. Pinning the notes, by the way, has been a crazy game changer for me because I just spend so much time in notes that just, I have this like pin functionality now that just keeps it there and keeps it sortable and findable very easily if it's not complete there's a lot of things i'm experimenting experimenting with with that and then i built a fucking crm this is probably the biggest flex ever i've ever done with notion obviously it doesn't have the tracking capabilities but and the automation with uh emails and the all types of stuff like that 
but there's a manual tracker inside, but it's most important for me, the, the ability to use the statuses and the, the log and stuff like that. So I, I have a contacts, I have in opportunities and I have a log area. And I always, I definitely explain this more in a vlog. I'll throw it up in a card right there, whatever vlog that is, but man, it's been, it's been crazy. It has been crazy. And yeah, I've also been like stepping out, like I was saying before, stepping out actions into multiple things. So like pieces of content, this, for example, this got to record a preparation, which is me going over my notes real quick today. So those were like today's actions on that. And those would get an action date of today. And then I'm also experimenting with the priorities within August system with that. So like a, a quick, immediate, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then errand, scheduled, and I forget the other one. But these types of things have been insane. I'm loving it so much. Notion is a crazy useful tool to me. Forever one of my favorite tools. And uh, I can't wait to start making content about this. <laughs> All right, that is enough for me right now. I would love to learn more about Notion, but it's time to wrap this up. I've been talking for an hour straight with no breaks. I'm so fucking impressed that I just did this. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna need like another 30 and then I think I'm recording the uh, the video for NoFap. But anyways, appreciate you as always watching and listening. If you got enough value from this, I would love if you could like the video. If you're on podcast, um, if you could rate this, that'd be insane. I would love that. And if you could also comment below what your favorite point was, um, how I can improve all the type of stuff, what you would like to hear more about me in my future, um, what you would like to see for new videos, anything that comes to mind for you. Um, I would also love if you don't want to miss any more videos to subscribe. I post a lot of positivity, optimism, uh, vlogs, interviews coming soon, and uh, yeah, all types of stuff like that. Anyways, and also, of course, self-improvement content in all areas of life, because at the end of the day, my main motivation is I want to help you evolve as I evolve too. And we're just all going to evolve together. That is what the fuck is up. <laughs> all right. That's enough for me. I appreciate you guys so much for watching and listening. As always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later. That was a fucking sick episode. I'm amazed that I just did that in one fucking take. Wow. Please tell me this recorded. It did, thank God. <laughs> <laughs>